for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at, at it with another live and amplified livecast. I'm sitting here in Waco, Texas, just got off work, and uh, we have another great guest, uh, two guests, actually, lined up for you. We have Proud Miranda from Tampa, Florida. How's it going today? Hey, thanks for having us, Tom. Yeah. It's uh, been a long time in the works. I know we've been talking roughly, I want to say, for about a year trying to get something figured out. And then this just kind of fell into the ether of things we were going to try and experiment with. And it's what got us to do something together. Yeah, I'm glad we finally got to work it out. The stars aligned. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I was a little apprehensive because... Well, initially, who did I, who did I type? Was, oh, it was you, uh, Amanda, I believe, uh-huh. a little bit ago. And I was originally like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it back in time. And then all of a sudden, my boss walked into the office and was like, hey, you can leave. Like, we're done for the day. And I'm like, oh, well, they just told me I had like another hour and a half worth of work. And she's like, no, I talked to him. You're good. So I was like, all right, cool. Ignore the uh, text. (laughs) But luckily it all worked out and we're good to go. So that's what we're doing here. Yeah, you accommodated our time zone. We appreciate it. (laughs) I mean, that's the other thing is it's like um, trying to make the time zone thing work. Like we've been working with uh, people from like New Zealand and Australia. And that's like a 17, 18 sometimes 19 hour time difference so that makes things really interesting oh my god yeah that's wild yeah especially when i gotta try and book it because they'll say hey can we do tuesday at two and it's like all right let me do some math here yeah well, what exact time is that in yeah. the- <laughs> but you know our difference it's nothing we got it we got it going on here yep. and i mean considering that i was in tallahassee for a while so i knew you know, I knew all that, so we're golden. Yeah, um, you were used to Florida time. Yep, exactly. So let's uh, take this minute and have you guys introduce yourselves and uh, what you guys do for or in the band, what instruments and all that fun stuff. Awesome. Uh, so my name is Kate, and I play guitar, and I sing for Proud Miranda. And my name's Amanda, and I play drums, and I sing a little bit. You sing. I sing. You sing plenty. (laughs) We both sing. We both sing. Nice. And um, what got you started in music? 
Um, initially for me, um, with guitar, um, my dad, he got me really into music. A lot of the music that I love, I owe to him for introducing me and, um, and he got me my first guitar when I was 12 and it's been like that ever since. Yeah, for me, um, I've always been really, really obsessed with music. And when I was about 14 or 15, I picked up a bass for the first time. And that was kind of my um, primary instrument until about a year ago, I picked up the drums for Proud Miranda. Nice. Um, and what, I guess the bass is kind of an interesting first instrument. What uh, prompted you to pick up the bass? I wasn't allowed to get drums. Oh, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, yeah, because when I was younger, that was the one thing I wanted to learn how to play, my mom's like, nope, you can the go The drums? Play. Yeah, I wanted to learn how to play the drums, and she's like, no, you can go play the uh, trumpet, and I'm like, well, that's not as fun, but you know, <laughs> what it is. So, um, who are some of your musical influences? Um, we have a lot of, uh, overlap. We, we both love like nineties alternative rock, like, mm -hmm. um, Nirvana and Hole and Bikini Kill, the Breeders, the Pixies. Pixies, yeah. Um, but I also like a lot of chiller stuff, um, like Tristan Prettyman and Mary Lambert and those kind of, um, more softer artists I've love their lyrics and their kind of vibe. Yeah, so I feel like those are kind of where we meet in the middle, and uh, that's definitely what influences our band and, like, the songs we write. Cool. And uh, speaking of the songs that you write, what's kind of the creative process when you sit down to write a song? Um, it kind of... It kind of is all over the place. Um, what we both uh, write lyrics and we both will kind of come up with melodies. So either Kate will write some lyrics and kind of have uh, a melody with it and her guitar parts and then I'll throw on the drums and kind of maybe we'll restructure the song a little bit. Um, yeah, we definitely both um, like it each one of us might come up with the initial idea, but every song is going to like go through both of our lenses and we like are super equal with the songwriting process like that. Yeah. It can come from a, like a drum pad or the guitar riff, however, but right. yeah. Now, do you guys usually like to have a riff or a, like music first and then write to the music or do you usually make the music to like some lyrics that you're already it's usually uh it's usually like just a melody a melody in my head and then just trying to figure out like how to make that into real life on the guitar mm -hmm. and then the lyrics will come after that i think yeah i think the music is really important to have that foundation before the lyrics because trying to write music after you already have the lyrical formation it's just I don't know it can be kind of it can be kind of difficult it's funny because I can be a little opposite in that where I will uh I'll write lyrics and realize that they accidentally have a melody with it and I'll just kind of like hum it out and then 
Kate does magic and makes it a song on guitar. <laughs> and uh, where where are you guys at writing wise right now? Are you working? Are you constantly writing? Are you working towards an album, or where are you guys at currently? Yeah, we are actually uh, currently working on an album. Okay. And yeah, we that? just. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, what's that process kind of been like? Um, so far, so good. We just recorded our first three songs. It's going to be a 10-song album. So we we tracked the first three um, with Nathan Doyle at Voyager and Clearwater. Um, so we just got the rough mixes back from those yesterday, and they're sounding awesome. So we're going to put out a single from that batch, and then we'll go and record um, the next three or four songs in a couple of months, and then we'll do the, the last batch, and then we'll probably release the album in the fall. Okay, cool. And uh, would this, will this be your first full album, or have you released previously? Yeah, it'll be our first full length. We have uh, a five-song EP out, mm -hmm. um, but, so yeah, but this will be our first full length. And how did the uh, how's the how did recording the EP help you prepare for recording a full length? It was uh it was a, actually I'm glad you asked that because we recorded um, the EP at the same studio where we're recording this album with the the same producer, but uh, we're doing it really differently. Like we recorded the EP all live. Uh, mm. We just you know. We, we got, you know, the vocals, the drums, the guitar all down. And now this time we really wanted to like push ourselves more and like record tracks separately and record like the vocals separately. And uh, I feel like we got like recording the EP gave us a lot of ideas for like how we want to grow and like, you know, stretch ourselves a little more. Yeah. We still tracked the, the guitar and drums live, but we did some overdubs this time with the vocals and guitars and stuff like that. Okay, cool. And you said the this new album you're hoping to release in the uh, fall. Yeah. Cool. And I'm assuming I'm assuming you guys will do like a like a little mini tour or something to support it. Or have you not gotten that far yet? Um, yeah, we, uh, we haven't gotten that far yet, okay. uh, but I think that, uh, like a nice Southeastern tour would be a good idea. Yeah, at it's, least a couple of weekenders. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, and are you guys full-time musicians or do you have, uh, like day jobs to support the music habit? I work full-time. I'm an accountant. Okay. And I, I recently um, left my job in social work a couple of months ago and have been doing a bunch of gig work. And my main job has actually kind of turned into cat sitting. So that's okay. super awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Uh, and so how, how do you kind of balance the music with the full-time job, especially with the two of you? It's, um, you know, it's definitely hard and like one of those things you kind of have to constantly like make sure you're on top of not like overbooking or overworking overtaxing mm -hmm. like I'm sure my I'm sure my job wouldn't like this but you know 
music definitely takes priority. So if I need to take a mental health day for work, just to kind of work on some music, I might do that. (laughs) I got you. They're not listening. (laughs) That's funny. So what's one thing that you would like people to know about your music? If they've never heard you play before, what's something you want them to know about your music? Um, wow, that's a really good question. Um, I think that I would want them to know that we are, damn, (laughs) that we're like, we're just like here. We're like, we're like loud and, and raw and, and we don't care. We just want to do what we want to (laughs) do. That's cool. Um, and I saw you guys recently just did a uh, Tampa session. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so fun. That was a great time. Yeah, that was How awesome. Did, what was that process? Was that because I know they primarily just focus on Tampa artists and people in the area, correct? Yeah. From from what I've seen, it definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Tampa, St. Pete. Yeah, I don't know if they have touring people come through there or not. I saw them have a chef on there the other day. That was new. A chef? That was cool. Yeah. Cooking? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. That's, that's, that's cool. That's different. That's out there. And so what was the um, – how, how did you guys get involved with that? Uh, did you know the people that do it? Or how did you kind of get involved with that whole thing? Um. Our our friends in this band called the Drainouts were on there, and it it just looked awesome. So we reached out, and he booked uh, he booked us on there. And that day happened to be New Year's Eve, which was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So you guys filmed on New Year's Eve? Yeah, oh, it went wow. live on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh. It was a really cool experience. The guy Joe who does it just made it super. Uh, it was just like a really uh, welcoming environment to play. Like you just felt really comfortable and uh, yeah, Joe couldn't be nicer. And he had a, a guy there helping him out with the cameras who was awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause I've seen, I've seen a few of his other videos and they're definitely really good quality. And so I can only imagine, and I've never heard anything negative about the people. So that's awesome that you guys got to get on there and have that experience. Yeah, honestly, it's one of my favorite things that we've done as a band. For sure. Nice. And so for the people that don't know, what's the independent music scene like in Tampa? Um, it's pretty booming around here. There's there's so many great bands, um, super, super talented people, um, lots and lots of venues all around mm-hmm. Tampa and St. Pete. I mean, they're closing as, as much as they're opening, but there's always like really cool house venues and um, a lot of promoters around here that are actually like decent to work with and mm-hmm. It's just, it's great. The bands so here are too. absurdly talented. There's yeah. just absurdly talented bands. It's yep. so fun to just be able to go to see like such top tier shows. So close to home. Yeah, it, that's very, it, so much so that before we started recording, we were talking about Gasparilla Music Festival and how it's pretty much sub, like half the lineup 
is local Tampa St. Pete bands. Yeah. I know. It's awesome because they are so good and so strong. Yeah. Um, definitely. Like we definitely worked with our fair share of Tampa bands and they were all amazing. So I can only agree with the sentiment that all the Tampa are all the amazing Tampa bands. Yeah. Um, are you guys, are both of you from Tampa or did you move to Tampa from somewhere else? Um, I'm from Pennsylvania. Okay. And Amanda's from Tennessee. And, uh, but we both are like, you know, moved into the area uh, around like high school. I okay. moved here to 10 actually. To oh, you. Huh? okay. <laughs> she moved here when she was 10. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm assuming you guys still have, or the fa your family still lives in Tampa, like both yeah, families. Nice. Yeah, got yeah. some family in Pennsylvania, but and some here. Okay, perfect. And uh, w one thing we really like to do on the podcast and just live and amplified in general is try and bring some value to the younger musicians, uh, give them some advice, you know, make sure that, and make sure they have a firm grasp of reality as far as what to expect when coming into the music or when trying to pursue music professionally. Um, what advice do you have for younger musicians? Um, I want them to know that uh, they need to stay true to their vision, to, to have a really strong artistic vision and um, and not not listen too much if to other people's input when it comes to that, but definitely take advice when it comes to how to handle the industry, you know, have a lot of respect, pay attention and uh, tip the bartenders, <laughs> be nice to everybody on the same bill, be really respectful to venue owners. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, love. Um, what was the, I guess, what was the best piece of advice you've ever received? Hmm. It's so funny, I guess, you know, when you think of, try to think of positive things it's kind of hard sometimes but yeah. i but if i could think of 10 negative for for one positive oh man my aunt leslie gave us uh, some really great advice she lives in new york she's an actor and uh she told us like because she kind of like applied getting gigs to like mm. getting auditions and getting roles and stuff yeah. and she said to just say yes to everything and just like, you know, really embrace and uh, just embrace the opportunities you get. And like, it's led to some of like the most fun times. Like we've played in some really interesting venues. What are some weird venues we've played in? Oh man, uh, a couple of house shows are coming to mind that were pretty cool, but. Yeah. Didn't we play somewhere like insanely bizarre? We played a roller derby rink. It was, was a roller cool. derby yeah, rink. That was that oh, was cool. wasn't that bizarre. That I was thought it was weird. super cool though. Nice, that's awesome. Like I mean, roller, like I mean, I guess 
roller derby rink would make sense to do a show in though like yeah it turned out to be really cool yeah it was right in the center of the rink they had the bands nice they have the like roller derby uh going on around it or no is it oh no they didn't we were we were in the track and it was like around us but yeah they, they didn't have any roller derby going on i was gonna say that'd be pretty sick yeah, that would no, be. I wish it was happening. I feel like I'd be really distracted trying to play the drums, so I'd be like trying to watch what's going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Um, since you guys are in the middle of recording an album, what should younger musicians know before going into the studio? Um, spend a lot of time, you know, practicing the songs and sharpening them because like, the last thing you want to do is go into a studio and spend your time that you're paying for, like learning your parts there. Yeah. It's kind of like a waste of your time and the, the people mm. working on the album's time. And, and yeah. Waste of money. Big totally. Time. Yeah. Big time. And also to like, you know, take input, take advice, yeah. listen to what a producer is is telling you um and don't like don't be too like narrow-minded and like not able to take advice Mm because that could really help open up your sound yeah and i think like learning at at least a little bit about like the production a little bit about what goes on and the mixing and stuff like that so you can have an opinion and kind of guide more of what your sound is going to be like Mm -hmm. and i think the other thing that kind of gets uh overlooked is do your research into who the producer or technician is totally yeah. oh yeah oh yeah good yeah. point um but they, you know it's it's all like a huge learning curve and i mean i've known people that walk into a studio first thing and they just knock it out of the park and consider it dumb luck and you know and then sometimes they have those negative experiences and yeah yeah it is it's really weird it there's like so many different factors it's hard to tell yeah um one question i do have and how did you guys come up with the name proud miranda um we were watching the show sex in the city and it's about four best friends living in new york and there's one of the characters name is Miranda and she's the one who like speaks her mind is kind of a bitch is like super sassy mm-hmm. and we were just saying like oh man we feel like Miranda's we're proud Miranda's and then and it we was were like, like that's gotta be a band name band name yeah. called it <laughs> nice that's, that's really good <laughs> oh yeah, we held on to that for a few months until we started to do this and we're like it's Proud Miranda. Yes. The moment is here. Yes. And how did you, how long have you guys been playing together? Uh, two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played together in a band before okay. where our friend was drumming and Amanda was on bass and I was guitar. And uh, then this is like the second project we've done together where it's uh, guitar and drums. Okay. Perfect. Uh, before you guys started playing together, had either of you been in a band previously? I had been in, you know, when you like are in bands with your friends, oh, okay. you never like actually play a gig. So 
I wouldn't count it. Okay. But but like yeah, that that's that's the most the closest thing, and like playing open mics, that's the closest thing I'd ever gotten to experience. Okay. And not me at all. That okay. that last project was my first band. I like had put my bass down and any instruments down really for probably. <laughs> I don't know, six or seven years before I met Kate and like still had them and like moved around with all these instruments, a couple of basses or a bass, a guitar, ukulele, all this stuff. And she really encouraged me to actually like pick them up and start playing them. So I was always like, I'm going to suck at them because I would like get really caught up in um, wanting to play covers and then I wouldn't be able to figure them out. And it was, yeah, you just got to play for yourself. Yeah. Wonderful. And once I started doing that, now it's all kind of kind of easier. It was all downhill from there. <laughs> nice. Um, and then, what, how would you kind of describe what are, what are your shows like, or what can people expect from a show, a proud Miranda show, if they've never, if they're looking to come to one for the first time? Uh, we definitely try to make it a like an inclusive environment. We want everyone to feel really welcome at our shows like mm. like it was their own home mm -hmm. and our you know our lyrics and and our subject matter we can get really raw and emotional and uh yeah i would want people to be you know prepared for uh yeah for things to get maybe a little real yeah yeah i i mean i think that's that's to be expected because uh like I've heard in several situ or from several situations that uh, music is very much therapy for the musicians, but it could also be kind of like therapy for the people there listening to it. So yeah, no, I definitely understand. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really true. So, um, so I'm gonna ask you guys some really random questions. Just it's something kind of fun, different that we've been doing lately. And they're they're when I say random, I mean random questions. Cool. All right. Let's do it. All right. Pineapple, does it belong on pizza? Hell no. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Good. Um Guilty Pleasure song you're jamming to right now. Um, Bitch by Meredith Brooks. Oh man. Like a lot of 90s country songs like <laughs> Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. <laughs> oh, hey. I mean, that's actually not the worst song in the world. No, I think it's great. It's great. It's just different than than my normal music I'm bumping. A little guilty. A little yes. guilty. <laughs> Have you ever sent a text message to the wrong person? Definitely. <laughs> What's your signature dance move? Um, I like doing like like finger guns, <laughs> like fake two stepping. Yeah. I um, guess that'd be what I do, right? Fake two stepping. <laughs> you two step. You you dug is, is that kind of like the um? What's the thing that the dude from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the Carlton? Is that kind of like the fake two step? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. She is straight up Carlton. <laughs> That's so. I can only. Wow. Uh, uh, um, I just had it. Where'd it go? Um, if you were, were a pair of shoes, what kind would you be? Adidas. 
Ooh, that can't, I'm surprised about that. <laughs> yes. Uh, Converse, like Chuck Taylor's. Okay. Uh, would you rather be a hobbit or an elf for 24 hours? Oh. Elf, they're cute. <laughs> no, like in, in Lord of the Rings. Oh, I don't know. I've never seen Like, it. would you rather be like Orlando Bloom or Elijah Wood? Oh, Elijah Wood, he's so cute. Yeah, I would like That'd to be a, be a hobbit too. Like, I feel like their lives are a lot more chill. They just like, it's like, they're like more relaxing. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. It's just a hot dog. Yep. I agree. Okay, and thank you. I have no uh, shot. <laughs> and last one. What is something you refuse to share? Oh. Um, My wife. <laughs> just kidding. I don't like to share food. I don't, I like, do not think it's appropriate for people to steal my food or ask for it. <laughs> you I mean, steal my food all the time. Well, I'm more hungry. <laughs> are, are we accusing somebody of being a little bit of a hypocrite? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, that went off really well. I'm glad we did that segment again. Yes, that was fun. Oh, uh, so we've been, uh, we've talked, uh, we've been talking a lot about what you guys are currently working on and what you guys have done in the past. W what's the ultimate goal? Where do you see yourselves taking Proud Miranda? Wherever, wherever it takes us. So it's not really a plan, just kind of going with it. We want to like have longevity. We want to be able to do this until we're a hundred. <laughs> I can dig it. Yeah. Um, what's the uh um have you guys done like a traditional quote unquote traditional tour or is that something you're still working towards? It's definitely something we're still working towards. Um we're gonna be playing our first couple of out of state shows in uh in georgia we're gonna in june okay um so that'll be like our first time out of state uh so that i think that's kind of like the first step to dip our toes in before doing something uh a bigger tour gotcha where are you guys playing in georgia we have a show at the in valdosta and okay. then uh in atlanta okay Valdos is actually a cool little town. It's a, uh, it's bigger than people think, but it's still really cool, cool. Spot. Oh, nice! I've never been. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I always just remember it as the we're almost to Florida. We're just yep. it's, we're just about there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's how I got introduced to it. And then when I moved to Tallahassee, I was like, oh, I actually live near Valdosta now. Let me actually go see what it's about because it that's was always. Fun. It was always the place that we took the bypass to get to Florida. We bypassed Valdosta. Uh, yeah. uh, so where's one place that you guys would really like to play, like say in the next year or so, like a city, state, or venue, however you want to interpret the question? Uh, I'd like to play anywhere in Asheville because I just want to go there and to go hiking, and it's such a cool uh, very, very creative, inspired little town. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I want to play in Portland. 
I just feel like it would be great. Nice. You said Portland, right? Like in yeah. Oregon? Oregon, not yeah. Maine. Yeah. <laughs> I was hey, I'd go to Maine. Maine's cool. No, it's very far, though. Not <laughs> Maine. Cold. Not Maine. <laughs> I mean, it, that is kind of far north, but I mean, I guess Portland, Oregon is as well. Even farther. Yeah. I want to play in Brooklyn, too. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Actually, you know what? That that would be really cool. Like, But I've heard it's really hard to get around New York, especially if you're not from there. Ah, yeah, I could totally see that. But, you know, it's that's just another not New Yorker hearing things about New York. Yeah, I would probably, I'd, be, I'd probably get lost. Yeah. You get around that right there. <laughs> but I would really like to go to the Bronx just to, because you hear all the stories about the Bronx and it's like, you know what, I just kind of want to go see what it's about, you know. Yeah, just to see. Just to see Jenny from the Blocks Block. Yep. Where Jay was born and raised. That was my sister's nickname all through high school. It was quite funny. And it was madly (laughs) annoying. Like anytime one of her friends would see her, it was, oh, hey, what's up, Jenny from the Block? And it's like, oh my God. Like the whitest neighborhood ever. Come on, guys. What block? Exactly. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. When you're 17, 18, you say stupid stuff. High school nicknames are so funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I don't want to bring the energy of the interview down too much, but I, this is something that I do want to talk about, and it's uh, the importance of mental health with musicians. Um, what, what's your kind of stance on the importance of mental health and stuff of that nature? Um, I think that the importance of mental health awareness is super, super important and getting rid of the stigma is super important. Um, I myself am bipolar and suffer from some pretty crippling anxiety, um, and I, there was a time where I was really like embarrassed to admit that because it's just, um, you know, there's always been such a stigma about it. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, I think that, um, you know, the younger generation coming up, um, some of the old mean dinosaurs dying off, I guess, is a yeah, bad way to put the it. Yeah, kids just, are so nice. They're so good. Yeah, I just feel like the world's becoming a lot more positive and accepting. accepting. And I'm hoping it, it only goes up from there. Because, yeah, you got, it, mental health is just as important as physical health. Absolutely. And people need to be uh, listened to and taken care of. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And luckily, it seems like the two of you kind of have each other as a good support structure. So if one of you is having a a down day or a bad day, it, just from like this, this interview, it seems like you guys have each other's backs. 100%. Yeah, like a good therapist said, don't go crazy at the same time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's another good one um and so
like I said, I don't I don't want to dwell or not dwell. I don't want to sit on this too much, but um the one thing that is very that I really want to get across is the importance that even like specifically with musicians, I feel like mental health should be an extra priority because you you're making yourself so open on a nightly basis every time you perform you're pouring your heart on the line and then also the scrutiny of like social media and all that stuff yeah those are both really really huge causes Mm -hmm. of of anxiety and big drains on mental health i think i think you're you're dead on yeah the vulnerability of opening yourself up and then also just the environments that you're in a lot of bars and a lot of late nights, it's important to have that balance of, of self care to balance out like late nights in a bar. Yep. Like you want to, want to take care of yourself on your off times. Yep. And it's important to have, make sure you have the support structure that's there for you. So you don't have to turn for the, to the alcohol or drugs or whatever other substances may be out there yeah and it's also when when musicians stick together and that's something that i really feel in the tampa community is like people are very open about talking about mental health Mm -hmm. and and the musicians that we know are like all really really supportive of one another and like really willing to talk about the deeper stuff Mm -hmm. do you guys have any uh like since you guys haven't really left the safe—I don't want to call it a safety net—but the area of Tampa and South, South and Central Florida in general. Do you have any concerns about traveling out and exploring new areas? No, I'm um, just excited. Yeah, I think the only thing that is like a deterrent is just having a full-time job. But mm. you know, I'm determined to work around that and just it, I think that we just kind of have to take on a more slow and steady pace because mm-hmm. I can't take off a bunch of time yeah all at once and so we kind of want to like just tackle the world with mini mini tours mini trips cool that makes perfect sense as well um have were you or obviously you weren't playing music when before you moved down to Florida, correct? Is that a safe? Yeah. Okay. Would there be, do you guys have any aspirations of like taking your band to Pennsylvania and Tennessee and being like, Hey, look at me. Yeah. I think that would be so much fun. Like play Philly and Nashville. That would be really fun feel like a full circle yeah i mean because i know uh you'd mentioned that you have some family back from where you're from yeah my dad and my dad and his whole side of the family live up uh in pennsylvania okay gotcha cool cool um i'm gonna ask uh, a very vague question but i i'm gonna i'm gonna word it or it's vague because i want to kind of see where you guys will take the uh answer and how you will interpret it but why music i feel like 
um, music kind of goes beyond mm, like like words well even though you know there's words in it often um, it just kind of goes beyond so many other ways of expression and I feel like it's just a way to to connect and um, I've just always gotten so much from listening to music my whole life uh, that playing it just makes so much sense. And I've always like daydreamed about being able to play in front of people. So I'm just super, super stoked to be doing it. Do you remember um, what the first song was that you heard that was kind of like, oh, hey, I really connected, like, that touched you more than just, like, oh, hey, that's a cool song that, like, really moved you to become either whether it was become a better better musician or pick up an instrument in the first place. Do you guys, do you remember? Yeah. Uh, when I was, when I was younger, I think the song Scarborough Fair by Simon and Garfunkel that was like the first time I was just really, really so into a song that I wanted to know like everything that went into it and and like wanted to write a bunch of songs that sounded just like it. Oh, I love that. The first one I really remember was um, Pat Benatar. I think the song is called Heartbreaker. But yes, it is. That song just intrigued me so much my mom's uh best friend when I was like four or five gave me my first cassette and it was the the Pat Benatar cassette with that on it oh, I nice. loved her that's <laughs> awesome. yeah that's a good one <laughs> and then uh when you guys aren't uh playing music what are you doing oh uh, man when are we not playing music <laughs> just um, like uh watching reality tv yeah, we watch a lot of reality TV. We're obsessed with uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, Vanderpump Rules. We just uh, started watching all of the old Jersey Shore episodes. It's, it's That's a huge guilty pleasure. Nice. We go hiking as much as we can, too. Nice. <laughs> well, the beach. Get some sun. You make me go to the beach. I love the beach. It's well, fine. you guys are in Florida. Isn't that kind of a thing you're supposed to do? Yeah. People hate the beach that live in Florida, but I don't know. I still, I still love it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I had a hard time. I, I had a hard time going to the beach when I was living because I before I moved to Tallahassee, while I was kind of jumping between jobs after college, uh, my parents lived just about an hour north of West Palm. Mm. And so I was staying with them for a little bit. And this was during like the whole uh, Okeechobee waterway and the uh, algae blooms that come out during the summer. Terrible. Yeah. And so I got myself really active in that whole scene, like all the protests and all that fun stuff. Uh, And I had a really hard time going to the beach any ever because i saw so many people come back with like rashes and all the the disgusting stuff yeah that's horrifying that's yeah definitely would deter me from going to the beach but you know it it is and then up in tallahassee i 
just never went like it was always it always seemed like the water was cold or not conducive to swim yeah i I lived in Tallahassee for a little bit, and there's like definitely no worthy beach to go to, but Wakulla Springs is awesome. they've got a lot of cool stuff like that there nice and you've brought it up a couple times that you like to go hiking yeah what's uh was that just something that you've always been into or what kind of brought that on yeah definitely i've always loved to just be outside in nature when i was a little kid that's the the number one thing i wanted to do is just like ramble around in the woods and try to like make little little forts <laughs> nice so, yeah, uh, there's not a lot of great hiking in Florida. We have a couple of parks that are that are fun to go to around here, but I want to try to play places mm-hmm. that, that are also cool hiking places like North Carolina, Tennessee, <laughs> and Georgia and all that stuff to try to sneak some more hiking in. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the hiking tour. Yes. That would be cool. It's just actually, the best thing. There's actually a kind of a cool place that, down on the old alligator alley um i guess it's called tamiami trail or something like that okay there's like a old there's a couple of old or like rest stops where you pull off and there's actually uh uh like a bridge that'll take you back into the everglades it's actually kind of scared of snakes for that (laughs) I, they have it, those crazy huge snakes that people just like let loose down there. Oh yeah, that that's another huge <laughs> thing. But, yeah. Um no, actually this wasn't that bad because you were still like a couple feet. Like I'd say probably a good three or four feet up above like where the water level was and stuff. Um but I discovered it because at the time I was really into playing Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah, I remember when that came out. And they had a Pokestop back there, and I was just like, <laughs> got to get it, got to get it. Walking that game mile. was good for getting people out and exercising and stuff like that, and probably good for businesses, too. There's, like, those Pokestops everywhere. Yep, that is true. Um, but if you guys see there, I keep reading this article that there's, like, a – a slash some kind of rainforest thing in like Gainesville. It's like a little slab of like a forest preserve that has like the same effects as a rainforest would. Oh, have you heard anything about that? That's beautiful. No, I haven't. That sounds wonderful. Whenever I would come through, I always wanted to stop, but I could never find the article to find out where it was at. I and wonder. Then, I'm try to look into that. That sounds really cool. Yeah, and I think it was Gainesville. It had to be somewhere right around there, but um, yes, well, Gainesville. Taylor will know. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there is a really neat uh, state park there or i'm not sure what it is it's like a botanical it's a botanical garden okay maybe it's there that very well could be because i saw a picture of it and it was like you went down these steps and it was like a really cool i don't want to say it was like like the effects of a rainforest like you go back down in there and it's like 
looked really nice. And every time I drove through and I was like ready to go see what it was about, could never figure out where it was at or I couldn't find the article to tell me, hey, dum-dum, go over here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so as we kind of start wrapping this up, because I don't want to occupy too much of your time, because I know it's already getting to be pretty late over on the, or late over by you guys and don't want to yeah, we're, we're old getting past our bedtime <laughs> eh, I, I wasn't gonna say that but you know <laughs> um what's what's the upcoming schedule looking like do you have any local shows coming up and yeah kate you uh keep very good mental track of our calendar i'm pretty bad at it without looking at it <laughs> Yeah, um, so the weekend of the 14th, mm-hmm. we have a show, uh, the uh, the record store in St. Pete, Daddy Cool, okay. they have a second Saturday market, oh, Yeah, that's awesome. uh, so we're going to play that, and then uh, we have a cool, there's a, a, a going to be a fun house show and yeah that's on the 15th and then our red star show we're playing red star rock bar in ebor okay uh the 21st yep yeah nice yeah awesome. so, so it's you- not super super loaded up month i'm pretty actually happy about that sometimes we we kind of overtax ourselves a little bit so we're trying to kind of be a little bit more uh so scaled what? back i guess okay. to give ourselves a little bit more um breathe and time and what's your uh, favorite song to perform when you guys do play a live show oh man it really changes a lot we uh we write pretty frequently and you know when you get a new song down that's pretty exciting so i'll usually have one of our new songs as my favorite all the time but my like solid favorite that always has been is probably our first song that we wrote together called oh death and all oh, nice. and what is it about that would you say that you liked performing so much it's just super fun it's the one song that we have that we actually carried over from our first band that we played together mm-hmm. and it came from from kate and i just like playing around like maybe I don't remember if it started with a guitar riff or a bass riff but it just uh I don't know watching that like first song kind of uh grow into a song in like different forms is pretty cool so like knowing it from the bass made it pretty easy to uh transition to the drums and now I'm obsessed with playing it on the drums (laughs) um and how has your music kind of evolved from the first band you guys played together in to now um i definitely say that it's uh this this project is a lot more um bluesy has a little more kind of twangy vibes to it um that one was a little bit more um i guess garagey yeah it was kind of like grungy yeah this is more in the blues we got more into the blues yeah, basically, <laughs> got a little softer on some of them, but we also we also really love like Riot Girl punk rock and just like you know a little bit of the heavier Nir- Black Nirvana. Sabbath. And, and then, yeah, I mean yeah. the the OGs. So 
Yeah, we're just kind of all over. And we've been like really heavy, at least me for sure, listening to older uh, Beatles stuff and have been really inspired by their their songwriting structures and like the short, like kind of poppy, fun rock songs. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Is there anything else that you guys would like to talk about that maybe I've missed or... No, those were really great questions. Okay. Just wanted yeah. to make sure that I didn't miss any major talking points. I try to be pretty well studied up before I get Yeah, I feel like we we really hit all the big points. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um, where can everybody find you on social media so they can uh, get the album once it comes out and uh, uh, stay on top of your shows? Yeah, we're on all the things. Um, Instagram is Proud Miranda Band, and then everything else is just Proud Miranda. Facebook, um, we're on Spotify, Bandcamp, um, Napster, Tidal, all the <laughs> all the things. Nice, Napster. Awesome. Um, <laughs> just Napster. <laughs> just we get zero streams ever <laughs> i haven't heard the name napster dropped in a really long time that's i know when it's... we were distributing it it gave us the option to like what where do you want to distribute it to and napster was one of them and i died i, I remember that, like sneaker pimps on napster in like sixth grade it's like my first time ever downloading music like this is great and I learned it was illegal. <laughs> I mean, I think we all learned that lesson pretty quickly. Except yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think I got into it until after Napster technically shut down. I, I was more in the uh, Share Bear, Live. Oh, I remember that, and like you know, LimeWire, yeah, LimeWire, and all those things. Yep. And then it got into torrents and I was like, I don't understand this. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But I paid for everything. I swear. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yep. But uh, I want to thank you so much for, uh, give, for uh, giving me time to sit down and chat with you. It was a great conversation. Um, Thanks so much for having us, Tom. It was yeah, a so pleasure. Much. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad we finally got an opportunity to make it work. And yeah, ho hopefully next time uh, we're down in Florida, we'll, we'll actually get something set up and we can get you on a uh, live session or jam session, whatever we're pushing at the time. And that would um, be ideal. Yeah, I would love it. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. and. Um, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will see you guys later.